Hallelujah. Welcome once again to another broadcast on Discipleship Call. I want to bless you, God, on your behalf. I want to thank God on your, um, for today for bringing us to another edition like this. Can we just pray? Father, we thank you, Lord, for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for your grace. We thank you, Lord, for your anointing. We thank you, Lord, for the impact you have created in our life. We thank you, Lord, for all that you are doing and all that you will continue to do. Please, Lord, have your way this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Speak to us and let your word remain in our hearts. Let it work wonders in our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Hallelujah. We have been looking on discipleship call, and this is part of... Um, Four. And our main topic has been follow me and I will make you fishers of men. We looked last week at the issue of John the Baptist. I mean, sorry. We look at the issue of uh, Peter, Andrew, and the rest, how they were called. And we said that the call upon their life cannot be in sequence as we saw it in uh, Matthew, Mark, John, and Luke, that surely Jesus had tried to reach out to the disciples several times, even before the Luke experience, and it all started in John 1. But the bottom line is where he told them, follow me and I will make you disciples of men. And um, in, in, in Luke 5, Jesus actually emphasized the fact that from that time, they are not going to be fishing um, fish again, but they will be catching men. He said, and so and was also James John, the son of the Zebedee, in Luke 5, verse 10, and Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Praise the Lord. Now, when it comes to answering God's call, and for those that have answered the call of God, it is necessary to understand that faith in the person that has asked you to follow him is very, very important and at least very paramount. Without faith, in Hebrews 11, verse 6, says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is impossible to please God. And I told us that God never calls us to tell us how everything is going to be. All he will just tell you is to follow me. He might show you where he's taking you to, but he will never tell you the process. So like Abraham's call, when he answered and he was telling him some things, he said, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness. So, without faith, it is impossible to do the work of this call of our God. We need to understand that we cannot afford to disbelieve that God is sending us through something. Yes, the process and the journey is going to take us, we might not be able to understand it, but we have to have this self-reliance. 
We have to rely totally on God. We have to rely totally on God. We have to rely totally on God. Whatsoever he says, he has the capacity, ability to bring it to pass. He has the capacity and the ability to bring it to pass. So, today we'll be looking at um, the call on Zechariah, Elizabeth, John, the Baptist, and I mean Mary and Jesus. But I'm not going to go fully into the details today, but I just want to point it to us that believing and having faith in the person that called us is quite very important. Or else we will not achieve anything. See, the truth is, in Luke 1, in Luke 1, verse 18, the angel appeared unto um, Zachariah in Luke 1 from verse 12. And Zechariah, being long with God, know that this is an angel because the angel even introduced to him that fear not in verse 13, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son and thou shalt call his name John and thou shalt not okay so we can go down a little bit, but where my action is in verse 18. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. Now, this is paramount to everyone God calls. Probably in our days now. We, we tend to ask God, how, how is this thing going to be? Am I sure you are even calling me at all? The, 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 I, I, I will say surely because if we go down a little bit also, Mary asked almost the same question. Oh, behold, you shall conceive. That was what the angel told. And the angel answered and said, I mean, the, Mary asked, how shall this be? Seeing I know no man. Though the statement of Zachariah is different from um, uh, Mary, Mary was asking, how shall this thing be? What process is it going to take? I don't know a man. So how can I, how am I going to deliver a child? But Zechariah was asking for a sign for him to know that what the angel is telling him is true. Now, I guess in New Testament, God doesn't deal with that signs again. Probably maybe the old prophet could have really have signs. But then, in this New Testament era, God is expecting them to have known that, okay, for us walking this much with the example of the prophets, you should know that whatsoever God says, he knows how to bring it to pass. So, you might actually have the fear. You might have the doubts. Is God calling me at all? Oh, God asked me to go into the village and take care of widow. And I know that it is God that appeared to me, sending me to this place. Please don't be afraid. Don't be. 
He that is sending you already have the provision made there already. Can you imagine in Elijah's case, where he was sent to the widow of Zarephath, he said there will be no rain, but then God has gone ahead to make a way for him. Many people do not enter into the promises of God for their lives because of doubts, because of unbelief, because of the fear of unknown. So we have in Luke 1, 18, Zechariah asked, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering him said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee this glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. There is nothing that breaks the heart of God like disbelief. There is nothing that breaks the heart of God like disbelief, especially with people with long relationship with God. There's nothing that breaks the heart of God like disbelief, especially with people that have long relationship with God, long-time relationship with God. God has always rebuked disbelief. And Jesus encourages us as well as other old prophets to always believe in God. We cannot take the word of Jehoshaphat, even in 2 Chronicles 2020. We cannot take his word for granted. He said, believe in the Lord your God, so shall he be established. That tells us that you cannot be established in God if you don't believe in him. You cannot be established. So there are many people that are starting to make it out of life. And yes, there are many people that are trusting to make it out of ministry, yet they don't have a conscious, I mean, they don't have this conscious belief in God. You cannot be established if you don't believe in God. There are three ways to become rich. There are three ways to, I mean, there are three ways to prosper in life. You can prosper through the devil. You can prosper through, you can prosper through the devil. You can prosper through your um, intellectual, and you can prosper through God. In uh, he said the 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 the, uh, the blessing of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow. So there are other blessings that can make somebody rich. Praise the Lord. So if you follow the blessing of the devil, you will be rich surely, but it adds sorrow. So for you to be established in God. You have to have complete faith in him. Establishment means probably, I mean, getting married in God, becoming rich in God, um, be fulfilling your calling in God. All those establishments that are needed can only be done in God. Praise the Lord. So, we, we can't joke with our words. We can't joke with it. We can't, no, no, no. We cannot afford to joke with the word of Jehoshaphat. We can't afford because there are deep, there's this deep meaning to it. Second Chronicles 2020, verse B. I mean, Second Chronicles 2020, B. Hear me, O Judah, ye inhabitant of Jerusalem. 
believe in your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Now, take note, believe in the Lord, believe his prophets. There are two different words. Believe in the Lord your God. He didn't ask you to believe in your prophet. He says just believe his prophet. But believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. So you cannot establish if you don't believe God. So do you want your, do you want your business to grow well? Do you want your marriage to succeed? You have to believe God entirely. You have to believe God. You have to believe you have to believe God. You have to believe God. There is no two ways to it. You have to believe God. 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 Believe and it was... So, um, Abraham believed God. I said it before. And it was counted unto him for righteousness. In John 1 verse 12, he said, To those who believe him, receive power to become. So, we are talking about establishment again. The power to become. The power to become. So, if the Lord laid it in your heart, or the Lord is calling you to something, you need to believe so that you can become that very thing. Oh, the Lord is calling you to um, go into another cross-culture. You have to believe God that he will provide all because what makes many not answer the call is will I have the power? Will I have the money? Will I have this? Call upon me in times of trouble and I will answer thee. And she also, Zachariah was punished in that place because he failed to believe God. His assignment was to bring John the Baptist to life. But then, if not for the mercy of God, maybe it might not have come to pass. So, the same thing, when the, Lord, when the angel of the Lord appeared unto Mary, he told him, when Mary asked, how shall this thing be? He answered her. But then, he says something that is significant. In, in that Luke 1, verse 7, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And I want to say to you, don't lose that. With God, everything is possible. Whatsoever assignment God has given you is a possibility. God is not limited by resources. No, sir. God is not limited by resources. Oh, did the Lord ask you to start a project for him? Go ahead and start. Just take the first step. That is all that is needed. God has everything figured out by himself. He had the plan. He's always, he, he, he planned it before the foundation. And he cannot miss it. Whatsoever seems to be working against you is probably just working for your favor. Oh, will I have people that will, that, that will come against me? Yes. Nehemiah had the task to do something for God. And do you believe when it was laid in his heart, you can ask, how are you going to be able to build the, the walls? How are you going to finance it? How are you going to all those things? But he just moved. And there are several backings that show that it is the Lord that's laid in his heart. And he went ahead in that first. And he received the favor. He received favor from the king and from the people. People supported him. 
and he was able to finish it. And when they were reading the, 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 the book of the Lord, they found out that that day when it was finished was the day that coincides with the celebration of the Lord. God has it all figured out. Just trust in the Lord. Your academics trust in the Lord. God might be calling you to be a, I mean, to be a professor to discover some things. And if you find out that God is calling you into, into academics, and probably now there is no payment, I mean, there is no means of, of, of paying, and God has showed you a future of you getting problems, I mean, solved in academics, follow hard on God. He has it all worked out. The challenges you are facing now is part of the program because the devil will always help God to fulfill his mission. Sincerely. That's why God will not kill the devil. The devil will always help God to fulfill his plan. So don't be bothered when, when it seems like the devil is after you. No. He's only helping God to fulfill his plan in your life. Don't be afraid and never lose your heart. John's father, Zacharias, lost his voice because he doubted the angel. John himself suffered what we call the confusion of faith and he lost his own head. Many things will shake your faith but retain it. I'm telling you, retain it. When you lose your heart, you will lose your vision. When you lose your vision, you will lose your mandate. Don't lose your heart. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your belief. Don't. Don't. So he lost his voice. Thank God for mercy. He lost his voice because he doubted. The same thing, John the Baptist, while he was in prison, sent a letter to Jesus that he himself commissioned and was asking, oh, are you the one or we should expect another person? And we, we termed it as the confusion of faith. He was confused because of the issue that he was going through. Didn't Joseph went through the same thing? But yet, he held on to it because he understood that God was with him. God is with you. He wants to help you to fulfill his calling upon your life. Don't be afraid of answering his call. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. For the Lord to call you, he already made the provisions available. He will not send you where he has not made provision for. Be prepared. Get ready for God. And you'll be amazed at how God will support and help you. I will leave you with this. That Luke 1, 37. With God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, nothing, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Thank you for listening to this broadcast. I'm quite sure you are blessed by the Lord. If you want to get another information, you can call and God will answer you. Have a nice time. Goodbye.